Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to the NXT After Party at New Year's Evil. I'm wearing a hat. I'm wearing my New Year's hat. You are? Uh, I'm wearing my New Japan Bullet Club hockey jersey because... Because well, it's your Wrestle Kingdom. It's the same. It's, yeah. 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 Other festivities. It's that time of the season. I'm uh, I'm your host, Alex Blaski. I'm here with Kate Hensler, as always. Um... Uh, we 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 had we had we had the New Year's Evil. We did. We had we had the New Year's Evil uh, tonight. Um, they they had those promos that ran all through Raw last night of the same one of all the crowd cheering for nothing, and there's a hooded figure in the crowd, and it and it and it pulls over off the hood and looks up at the camera, and it's Mandy Rose. And says, "There's a new face of evil," and it's like. That's not how you've booked Mandy Rose. I feel like it's just a weird thing that you decided that she's the face of evil. She's Whatever. Not evil. Should she's just be forgot. I have red eyes. It's weird. Anyway, we um we had a we had guys, You know what? Vince thinking evil and hot are the same thing makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> She's that damn Jezebel. Um, uh, oh, it's sexy. Oh, guys, fiery guys, people is hot. Please, please, <laughs> please get in your Humper Chats, humperchats.com or, or or super chats. We'll read them on the air. We'll 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 we'll, we'll do this. It'll be a it'll be a fun a fun time, a fun evening. Uh, sure also, will. subscribe to the Fightful Select. We're going to talk about it later when we get to the actual thing it's about. But there was a story that dropped today on the Fightful Select. There sure was. Uh, that I'm sure blew a lot of people's minds. It 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 did it did throw me for a loop when I first heard it from from Sean a week ago. It was it was all I could do to keep it a secret, Kate. <laughs> well, 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 sneaky little Scoopski yep. Pulowski over That's there. That's right. Uh, it definitely blew my mind. And there's some exciting stuff coming to just regular Fightful if yeah. you aren't select. Yeah. <laughs> there's going to be an interview um, with Carmelo Hayes, I believe, right? So. No, no. Braun Breaker. Oh, with Braun Breaker. Excuse mm -hmm. me. So even better. Um, yeah. Very exciting stuff. So yeah, no, it's, that's 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 coming tomorrow, I believe, on 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 the, on the fightful. Um, uh, yeah, there was a DM with the details. That yeah, told us <laughs> that I can go look at right now and no, make sure we're getting it right. I, I'm almost positive that he he told me that was what it was, but uh, uh, I'm sure you're right. Here's what happened: I went and I got myself a very big brownie sundae. Oh well, and I'm do it. also on. Uh, very little sleep because of the Wrestle Kingdom watch along. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You the, nailed it. It's yeah. tomorrow. It's tomorrow. with Ron Breaker. It's Ron gonna Breaker. rule. Yeah, it'll be fun. Also, for those of you who are the Fightful Select subscribers, uh, last night while doing my normal weekly WWE Raw review, my internet just completely crapped out. Vince cut the feed, guys, because he doesn't want me to tell you the truth. Just um, like my best friend CM Punk. You're going to have to come in with a bullhorn next time. That's right. Um, Do I have everyone's attention now? <laughs> um, uh, so I owe you guys uh, the rest of the review, and Kate has graciously decided to come, come along. So after we do this, 
at the two hour mark, we're just gonna head on over to Swayful Select and gab about Omos squashing AJ Styles uh, and other things. So uh, yeah, it'll it, it should be um yeah it'll be interesting. Um, boy oh boy. Um, so yes, the 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 New Year's evil. Um, it was tonight. It was very evil. Um, very nice, very evil. Yeah. <gasps> we can make Danhausen references this whole night. I didn't even think about that, we Alex. We could, we could. Um, uh, we we have some some Hooper chats to begin with. JW Pringle immediately starts with Happy New Year, Kate's mom and dad. May 2022 bring you nothing but happiness. So that's very nice. JW Pringle, the, the saga of JW Pringle and your parents continues. Um and uh, storytelling because my dad knows what the fuck we're doing over here. <laughs> Brandon, freezing in Alberta, says, not sure if this power outage here in negative 30 temperatures what the is perhaps what? saving me from another mediocre show or not. But I do know the two of you will brighten my evening regardless. Keep cool, Gabagool, and I'll try to keep warm. Yeah, you do that in negative 30 Celsius, I guess. Negative thirty Celsius, which I don't even know if that what with that I, I I'm we're dumb Americans we don't know how that is it Kelvin. <laughs> yes, that's what it is. Negative thirty Kelvin. Yeah. Um. Uh, um. Uh. Brian Moore says I don't watch NXT. I dang sure watch Kalex though. When I found out about the extra sour graps, select was a no brainer. See, there you go. And with your spirit, he says, "Thank you so much, Brian Moore." Um. Let's just get started with the uh, with the first match, uh, which humped. The first match humped. Humped, dude. A lot of humpage in the first match. So much humpage. Yeah. It's a shame this wasn't later because we do have a Blue Chew ad later. And it would just be nice to be like, oh, this humped. Easy segue into Blue Chew. But you yeah. know what? I don't need the easy way out. We'll no. get there when we get, we'll get there. there. But this match yeah. was great. Yep. Um, great way to start the show. I think this was... A better sequenced show than we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of um on these like premium live events or really known as <laughs> pay-per-views yeah. but uh a lot of people saying this was great you said we need to rein them in i agree with you in a lot of ways but as far as like the actual match card this, I thought this was the way it should have been structured and this opener was awesome big part the, of that the night was bookended by two fantastic matches and everything in the middle I thought was kind of terrible. <laughs> this so, show so, was a camel because it yeah. had two things that humps. Yeah. It had like, a, no. Hump, big giant valley, another hump. Yeah. That's that's what a camel looks like. There At least a, a Bactrian camel with the two humps. Because the dromedary has the one hump. I remember that from camel Look at class. you. Yeah, I minored in camels. <laughs> I minor I minored in camels. That's what I I had a major in theater arts and a minor in camels. Uh, you were getting a Kate that has not slept and um had a, a brownie Sunday. So it's we're guys, we're in this together. Yeah. This is a roller coaster. Um, but this this opening match was great. Carmelo Hayes is so fantastic. It does beg the question to me, what is the point of Trick Williams? Um, because and that's not even necessarily a knock on Trick Williams as much no, as just... it is. Carmelo Hayes has everything he needs by himself to be a star. Yeah. And if you're going to do that, 
if you're going to pair that person who has everything with someone else, it needs to be somebody else that has something outstanding that's very different. And mm -hmm. I don't think Trick is that guy. I don't think he's doing anything like remarkably different. We talked about if it was like a body guy like Odyssey Jones or something like that would make a lot more sense. But to me, this was, I thought this was going to be great, but this was a, a real um, feather in the clap in the clap. Feather in the clap. There you go. Avoid the clap, mm -hmm. Jimmy Dugan. Um, a feather in the cap of Carmelo Hayes, Roddy Strong, you knew was going to be great. And you knew Carmelo was too, but this, I think, was just a, a real breakout match and a, a great start to the show. Yeah, um, I, I I guess, like, well, let's start out with this. Um, they were originally going to call this, the unified title was going to be called the North American Cruiserweight championship and i was like what about the south american cruiserweights can 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 they no could they can they compete for it european cruiserweights no wow that's asians there are a lot of cruiserweights in no, asia no not a single australian that's that's crazy um uh but they decided no i guess instead we're just gonna call whoever wins the new north american champion um and we're just going to write the cruiserweight title into the sunset. Like it's gone forever. So pour one out everybody for the cruiserweight title. Um, it, it got revived in 2016. It was Hunter's baby. So of course it's gone. Um, uh, that the cruise, like the cruiserweight title is one of the things that got me like really the cruiserweight, the cruiserweight classic was something that really got me back into so um cool. In, into wrestling a lot and i loved a lot of those guys there and followed them uh, as they as they moved into wwe full-time it is a travesty mustafa ali never got to hold that title in the entire time that it was it was it, it existed um because he was the heart and soul of that um of that whole thing uh so that's kind of bittersweet for me um, but it had a really cool legacy for a while there until they until they decided not to do cruiserweight stuff anymore. Um, uh, but you know, so that's that's kind of sad. But the match was great. Uh, I thought I thought that Roddy did a did a great job of making Carmelo look amazing. I will say the second to last move of the night. I don't know what that was supposed to be. It, it Roddy was supposed to do a, a superplex off the top rope, but then Carmelo reversed it into something and that something looked like it nearly killed carmelo hayes and then carmelo made the cover and yeah. while carmelo was making the cover malcolm bivens was standing on the outside by the apron going like this so i don't think malcolm bivens knew what the hell was going on either because that was the weirdest friggin' thing i've ever seen I, it looked, for all I, I could tell, it looked like Carmelo got way, got the worst of that. And um, I, I... I'm not sure what that counter was supposed to be either. Um, but that was the set. There were two times in the night where I was like, this is pretty good. And then yeah. this match was great. Um, but then, like, the last move or the second to last move... Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what Sean had called it out as a avalanche plex. 
I don't know what the counter was supposed to be, but um, it it was it was that was like a scary moment, and then it was the go home or like almost the go home <laughs> to, to the match. So I I just didn't process what had had kind of happened there. Um, but yeah, I think Roddy Strong is is great. I feel bad that all of his friends left for a younger, sexier promotion. Um, but and his and his wife. And she, was, she she was kicked out, but she was evicted from the apartment, but he got to stay. That was a weird thing to landlord for the landlord to do, huh? Yeah, that's um, a weird one. Yeah. That's a weird one. But um, uh yeah, he, he's just such a great wrestler. That that's where this got like a little tricky for me, where I, I was kind of like, Oh, all the things that I did really like about this, because it was better, I think, than a lot of what we've seen. It was definitely better than last week. Um, but a lot of it, I was like, oh, but the things that I liked are still like old NXT or NXT UK things. So not so much, but I I think Hayes was, was pretty fantastic here. And I think, I don't think he's like as ready as break occur, but I think his, his ceiling is extremely high in in what he's going to be able to deliver. He needs a little bit more time, I think, to develop, but I, I think he's great. And I think he's going to do wonderful things. I don't know what you do with Roddy Strong from here. Like, where do you, where do you go? I mean, it's Diamond Mine, so I, I guess you can go a lot of places. I have, but. I have, a, I have a hypothesis about that um, uh, a little later, um, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll save it for then. Um, I think Carmelo is is great, and um, uh, we'll see what 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 happens with him because. I mean, Swerve Scott is great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the, these people that 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 Vince just goes, man, I, I don't get it. Sorry, and I don't. I mean, I I don't know if that's going to happen with Carmelo. I hope it doesn't. I think he's great too. But there's a lot of people. I think Ricochet's great. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you, the, I don't know what his ceiling is in all of WWE. I think he certainly could be a future NXT champion, depending on how long they have him here but here's the other thing i don't know how much longer they can keep a lot of the top young guys in nxt from the main roster considering like it it is abundantly clear that they don't have enough people on the main roster right now when when covid comes through and wipes everybody out for for a week they have nothing to turn to they have a bunch of guys who were recently um uh, mid-card champions who who just get squashed in tag matches like it's nothing like they don't care about them they have former wwe champions who who aren't being used like it's just they don't have the right guys so like, if you're gonna like if you're not gonna use people up there i still say you should always just just do a swap send some people from the main roster to nxt for a couple of months send some younger guys up there see if vince likes them and if they if not if it doesn't work out you can you can write them back off of the main roster and back down to NXT like figure out something cuz the whole thing feels very stale on the main roster. Yes, and I think that's I think the covid situation is part of why we got a very long match between like Drew and Madcap Moss or whatever, right? Yeah. There's there's going to be things like that. I my hope with Carmelo Hayes is that maybe he doesn't go the way of the people that we like who are on the main roster that aren't getting pushed because 
this is Vince's project now again. So like if it's the people that he's lining up, hopefully it's people that he's going to properly transition. I don't have any faith in that. Uh, and I, you know, skill does not always correlate to the main roster. Look at AJ Styles, right? Like what's going on with him right now? Um, Ziggler's another one who I think is phenomenal that just never got used properly. So there's always that risk. But as far as like if if this is Vince's pet project now, hopefully the guys that he's he sees as great are ones that he will properly utilize on on the main roster. So yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah. we'll see. And they do um, need people up there, like, and they do. need women. God, the SmackDown women's roster is nine people. I don't even know if they have enough for Rumble. I mean, I would say yes, they do, and there are some women uh, on, who are not on this show, who are in NXT, who are main roster ready this very, very second, and and could go up there and do stuff if they were allowed to, if they were booked to. Kaylee Ray could go up there and do whatever you need her to to be great. Io Shirai could could immediately slide in there as a top contender for for Charlotte Flair on on SmackDown. They already have a history. They they faced each other. She basically, she, oh, by pinning Rhea in a triple threat match, she took Charlotte Flair's NXT title from her. Would they ever reference that? No, because there's no <laughs> continuity between NXT and the main roster. But they have a history they could use if they wanted to. So Io Shirai could show up on SmackDown on Friday because they, they who knows what they're doing with with with, uh, with, with Charlotte right now. They, they, Dakota Kai went up there from dark matches and was basically told, nah, we're good. But well, she's, and, she's, and she's great. She could do anything. Tony Storm did all control delete herself from the company. So there is that. Um, so that's like a creative thing well, that couldn't be foreseen as much. But that's and like, why whereas... they don't have anybody up there. For, but the whole thing is that to me, if you, if you have Charlotte up there, you need a minimum of two viable candidates to start a feud with her. Now, I, I would argue with the second one is obviously Shasta Banks, but they seem to be wanting to keep her away from Charlotte, at least for a while. Maybe that's the plan to do a, to do a, a match between them at, at Mania or something. But like, you need to have, they don't have anybody there. <laughs> Tony left. It was like the only one they, one they have around is Aaliyah. And she hasn't been on TV since November. Oh yeah. I, you know? I mean, what's really sad is I completely like forgot uh, my hope is that Bailey is is closer to return than we think, but I'm wondering if my my head now is in one of two things. We're either going to get the four horsewomen fatal four way that we should have should be getting yeah. at Mania, or she and Sasha are going to be like, "Hey, remember when we introduced the tag team belts, and now what the hell has happened yeah. to them?" Yeah. And then try and rejuvenate that division, but that is going to need a lot more women if they're going to do that. Like yeah. you need, uh, let me do the math: double the amount of women <laughs> because they're tag teams. So I think that could be a really cool angle. And for the love of God, let's let Sasha Banks get a win at WrestleMania. But I, uh, I think that. Uh, like Saray, we haven't seen Saray in forever. Um, I, I don't know what what NXT UK is anymore. Like, so you're right, and that there are are people that are main roster ready, and I don't even know what main roster ready means anymore. Though I guess that's where I'm at. Is what does what does main roster ready mean? Because Raquel could also go up, but are are you going to use her? Like, what's the point of these things? So. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see people in the Rumble from NXT go debut and then come back down. 
Yeah. Uh, what brand is Shayna on? I can't even remember. She's, she's on, on SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. So she and Charlotte should have a feud. That would be no, great. They're, they're not. They're not. They would. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do Shayna versus Charlotte, heel versus heel. It's just not a thing they're going to do. I agree. It would be. It could produce some really great matches, but they're not going to do that. That's not the thing they're going to do. Well, she's going to. I mean, I guess Naomi. But like, is she just going to hunt her down? <laughs> Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> Naomi. And and Sonia are just gonna destined to do this literally for the rest of time and never have a match against each other. That's what's happening with Naomi. Oh boy. Um yeah. Uh this show is sponsored by Better Help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I... I I think I think Carmelo Hayes is the right choice to move to 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 have this be the thing for him. That's cool. He can keep saying he's the A champion. Um, Here's my only thing with that: Diamond Bind Mind is not unless you have the Creed Brothers go win the Dusty Classic, which we'll get mm, to. Mm. I they're just looking a little bit weak right now. I need them to start getting back to to some wins because it used to be like undefeated well, champion. Ivy Niles, a pair of biceps. Like, we have to get back to them mm-hmm. looking like a force if they're going to continue to be a stable, I think. I, I agree. Um, um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I would what I would do, honestly. And this, uh, this might make some people sad. I would disband them pretty quickly. How many um, times are we just gonna ruin Malcolm Bivens? No, 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 no! You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna send Malcolm Bivens to the main roster. To the main roster, and he's gonna, he's gonna be Omos's guy. He's gonna be the guy who who talks for Omos because Omos can't talk. And they they decided they're gonna put Omos over strong over AJ Styles, 
they have they they want him to be something. He's not going to be anything unless you give him a manager. And they actually worked together on the Largo loop back back in the day. He would he would come out with Omos when Omos wasn't called Omos and cut promos for him, and then Omos would squash somebody. That's right. But like he can't walk, talk, or wrestle. So like, what are we? Honestly, they they want him to be something. So like, so you just you go him with a manager if anybody. Can can get him over? It's Malcolm, it's Malcolm freaking Bivens, Bivens yeah. It's not, not like a Seth Rollins Bivens. way. It's like, not. He's, he's not related I, I, to Seth. I just because with what you say, like I need to see the diamond mine start picking up some wins and get back to full force. Like I don't see that happening. Like Ivy Nile hasn't really wrestled a lot. She's not really part of the women's division. She's not wrestling matches. The Creed brothers have already been kind of nerfed because they've been they've been artificially. We'll talk about this later. Their stats have been artificially reduced so they don't look way better than like than Double Vest and the Beach and Ikamanjiro. Uh, you know, like they 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 they've been nerfed, and I and I, I don't like that for them. But that has already happened. I, I I suppose you could book them to win the Dusty Plastic, but I feel like they're probably not going to. By the way. We'll just talk about this now. They're doing the Dusty Classic again for the men and the women. The men start in two weeks, and the women start next month. Um, uh, we've already we saw something from Joe Gacy, and he was talking about he how he and Harlan want to enter, but they want to earn their way in the title into the tournament, which means they're going to d- kill somebody. I don't know who. Um, and 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 then so they'll they'll probably be in. Um, MSK have to get back in, have to get in it. Um, and the Creed Butters decided to, to talk some shit to MSK later. Um, so, so there's that. There's the GYV, I'm sure will be in it. Uh, and the Ikmenjiro and the Kushida. Um, I'm sorry, I'm I, I'm slipping so much into, into, the, Linda. into Linda, who's the character that, that, that came out <laughs> on our post day one review on Fightful Select. Uh, none of you know Linda. So I'm gonna have to bring her out later in the night to see if it, it, if anybody's in the chat who remembers Linda from Saturday night and wants to send in a, a super chat for a jukebox by Linda. I have no problem with that, but there's a lot of people here who do not know who Linda is, and sh- she's very interesting. So and by the way, she's here to stay. Like yeah, she's not going she anywhere. Pops like, me, so yeah. I don't really. I said this the other day. It's it's no offense to you guys. I just don't care because it makes me laugh. So We're just hard. doing it to top ourselves, me? really. Yeah, that's why I, that's why I'm here. Here's oh god, I hate that this is named after Dusty because this is like everything Dusty went against as yeah. a wrestler. What a lot of these teams are. <laughs> I like my one of my go to matches is is. Harley and Dusty too. I got in a fake fight with Cass from Body Slam about this on Twitter. Um, Cause he just would only talk about Harley's managerial run for Vader. And I was like, that's not what I was watching. Uh, <laughs> but like Dusty was one of the most nuanced storytellers ever, 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 ever. Um, so yeah, like I hate that this is in his quote unquote honor because it doesn't feel like an honor to him anymore. And I feel like all the teams that he would love are the ones that are going to get left in the dust. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep. yeah, also, I mean, it would be cool if the Creed brothers won this. It would be something. I don't 
think that's an impossibility because I don't know if there's an obvious choice because the tag division's been just kind of a mess. Well, and then we have the women's division, women's tag division, which is what, which, which is what, which is like three teams currently because because I don't know how long Zoe's out, but it's going to be a while. So you currently yeah, have it's like a, tag, a, a real injury, a real injury, like a real like ACL type of thing. Like she's going to be out for a while. Doctor Yoshirai so, couldn't expedite the process. No, she was not able to reconnect her ACL by the laying on of hands. Um, no, she she. Um, so we have the 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 current tags, the current tag champs, which is the Toxic Attraction, and then we have uh, the Casey and the Caden. And then we have the Persia and the Indy, can and that's on, it. Can you hold on one second? Because I think for the Dusty Classic, it it might be appropriate to introduce Linda to talk about these tag teams and the Dusty Classic and the Jacket Time and and various others if she's if she's available. Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, but the Dusty Classic is named after the Dusty Roads and the oh. Dust. The Dusty Rhodes and I, we used to date a long time ago, of course. I mean, he's God rest his soul, he's gone now. We used to date, it was very brief. It was a torrid love affair, but it was very brief. I I, I couldn't get over the lisp. You know, it just something, something about it. It, it wouldn't work. You know, when, when, when you're dating somebody who has a voice that just grates on you, sometimes it just puts a damper on the whole romantic angle. So, so Dusty, we remained friends, of course, but anyway. No, he's got he's got the Ikemenjiro, who I like very much. He's that nice boy with the IBS who wears the colorful sport coats. I like him. And the Kushida, who looks like Marty McFly. I like them very much. I'm not sure if that's the, the jacket time. I'm not sure if they're actually uh, going to win the title. Uh, but um, uh, but I like the Creed brothers. They're very nice. Brutus and Julius. Very uh, very nice Italian boys from, from the Caesar area. And, um, oh, the Brutus and the Julius! Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to, 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 to talk about some of the people who were there. And, um, oh, the, the GYV, uh, the Grizzled Young Veterans. I like them very much. They're from Liverpool, you know, which is where the Beatles are from. I'm a very big Beatles fan. Anyway, I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to take up all your time, so I'm just gonna. I'm gonna exit. Maybe I'll come back later if anybody wants. So, for those of you who weren't there on Tuesday, first oh, of all, shame Saturday, on you. Saturday. I'm sorry, Saturday. Shame on you. But also, this all started because commentary kept referring to Migos. As the Migos. As the Migos. And, and I was like, that's just the most old person thing in the <laughs> world. And then Linda Linda was born. So mm-hmm. now she's here to stay. So get used to it. The Migos and the RK bro, they're best friends, you understand. They they have so much in common. You understand? Yeah. And um, for those of you who were here Saturday and want to hear a fun fact, my insomniac ass was direct messaging Alex on Twitter because like 80 different things. He just got all the thoughts that were in my head. So thanks for being my therapist. But I, I went to get a brownie Sunday and I saw Linda in the flesh because yeah. I live in Jersey. So I'm going to run into Linda. But she was talking about the coleslaw and talking about every ingredient in the coleslaw with the mayo. I was trying so hard to get audio, but because of social distancing, I wasn't yeah. able to. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was very exciting, though. Yeah. Yeah. It was. 
So we decided we decided that she's she's like half Harvey Firestein and half Linda Richmond from Mike Myers and thing from 1993 in SNL, and that's talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, talk talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. The North American cruiserweight title is neither North American nor cruiserweight. Discuss. Um, I compared the name of that or the original name for that title, by the way, to when they named. The California Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, because when that yeah. is translated, it means the Angels, Angels of Anaheim. Mm -hmm. And it's too long. The grizzled young veterans are neither grizzled nor young, <laughs> nor veterans. Disgust. Uh, thank you for that. NXT for that makes us a little verklempt. Oh, my God. All of it does. It does. Um, here's what makes me interested. Um, we got uh, we got Braun Breaker entering, and then we see... Uh, Tommaso Ciampa in the locker room, and AJ Styles shows up, and AJ Styles is all dressed to wrestle. Uh, and they have a very some very friendly words back and forth. And he says, um, I'm going to go take care of something. And, and like Ciampa's like, Grayson Waller, and like, you do that for me. He's like, yeah, and then you ret retain your title. And I'm like, everything about the AJ Styles appearance tonight on the NXT 2.0. Um, <laughs> to me felt long-term it did not feel like a let's show up and let's put over Grayson Waller one time and then move back to it felt like he's doing a Finn Balor for a while it felt like he's gonna do his run in NXT now and I the interaction between he and Tommaso Ciampa seems friendly but also could be a rivalry and um, Brody Strong has nothing to do. I wonder if there's going to be, a, uh, at least this is how I would book it, an unofficial old heads division in NXT 2.0, where the guys that we love from NXT 1.5 can just basically have a round, an, in a, like, a, again, an informal round-robin tournament where they get to have bangers every couple of weeks. And maybe they'll get into contention for a title, but they're not actually going to win it. They'll just make the other the, the young kids look good because this is really a developmental thing. But for some, for so many people who miss that, they want to still see those people. And there's no place for Tommaso Ciampa on the main roster. He's going to get lost. They won't actually use him, right? There's no place for Roddy Strong in the main roster. Pete Dunne, there's not place for him. But you could have this kind of a thing where all these people get to face each other because they were, they they can be the work rate guys, even though they're the oldest people on the roster. And I would love it because they they specifically had a they could have had AJ Styles show up to the ring, but they made sure they they teased a relationship, a friendly rivalry between him and Tommaso Ciampa. Um, and and Tommaso Ciampa says as he walks away, "Welcome back to NXT," because. AJ Styles showed up on one episode of NXT in 2019. But to me, there's an opening there for that. And it does not feel like for, for all intents and purposes right now, AJ Styles' story on Raw is done. Like what happened to him last night could be a writing off from Raw. And now he could be an NXT guy for six months, a year. Like, I mean, it's a travesty that he's showing up at NXT now and not two years ago, three years ago, when it would have been all kinds. Like, we never got to see AJ Styles versus Johnny Gargano, and we probably never will see it. 
And that's just the I, that's a tragedy on 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 par with like Mount Vesuvius. Like it's a, it's like it's as as bad as terrible lava killing many people. That's how bad it is. We never got to see Johnny Gargano versus AJ Styles. I just <clears throat> no, no thanks. I don't want that. I just those are guys. Just utilize them on the main roster instead. But they like, won't, but they don't, and they 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 shan't. Also, what happens to their pay? I think, like, I'm so intrigued by that because NXT isn't if, like no, but but if they're signed to a contract with WWE, I feel like that that continues. And if they were to sign a new NXT exclusive deal, like I don't know when when AJ's is, AJ's contract is up, but if it's soon, just like leave AJ, please. Just, just go. Go fight Gar- Johnny Gardner. Yeah, go. Please yeah, go. Us go that somewhere, somewhere. Anywhere else. Yeah. Um, go to ROH. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I just, um, I don't want that. Like, because then we're back to schizophrenic NXT of what the hell is this product supposed to be? Yeah. Like, it would be my favorite thing on the show, but. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Then don't have an unofficial old heads division. Have an official old heads division. So that I know. Yeah. And I can just... Oh, wait. What if Samoa Joe is cleared again and we get AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe? I mean... Like, but why are we getting that on NXT? Like, there's... I, I, I honestly, I'm just going to say, I, honestly, I think AJ Styles is pretty well developed at this point. Yes. I, I honestly <laughs> think that USA is pissed. This is not what they signed up for. And and I think if I'm somebody with, with WWE and I can convince somebody like AJ Styles to come to NXT and I can I can say, okay, so here's what we're gonna do. It is going to it is going to be a developmental thing, but every week we're going to put on some great stuff featuring actual seasoned talent they will occasionally interact with the young people but they'll also be kind of their own deal as well that that, that, that we can we can always count on there's going to be some some match that's going to speak spectacular guaranteed no botches like that kind of a thing that will maybe allow some people to come back to nxt like there's there's absolutely an audience out there that would follow aj styles if he was going to be in nxt and guaranteed to wrestle people like Pete Dunne and, and Tommaso Ciampa. You know, like, there's somebody out there who would actually do that. It would keep people from hemorrhaging away from this product as it gets worse and worse and worse every week. i just say kill the TV thing and let and put me and Alex well, out of our misery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Um, the, the, the USA Network... Is is probably not the USA movie. Network. The U the USA Network. Let, let me tell you, the USA Network. They, I'm sure they're very upset about all this because they were sold a bill of goods, and that bill of goods has not materialized. And so I, I understand. One time, I I ordered something from a nice little uh, a nice little boutique, and they were supposed to send me this little this little tchotchke. He's a little little nice little 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 boy. He was standing by a well. He's got a little pail, pail of water, and and it didn't show up. And I was sold something at this little boutique. And they said they were going to send it to me. They said it was lost in the mail. And I said, bullpucky is what I said. I didn't, I said the actual thing, but I don't want to say it online. Yeah. 
looked like I was really just sitting next to this woman. <laughs> so uh, AJ, um, AJ is uh, comes out and he he cuts a. They 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 the fans are very excited to see him. They love it. They love the AJ Styles. Um, that is who, who doesn't love the AJ Styles? Yeah. Um, Everyone loves the AJ Styles. Um, uh, he's so stylish, um, but he uh, so fashionable. I love his hair. Actually, um, I think he, I think he goes to the same place that I do. Actually, um, uh, I I I I think that AJ is coming here to put over Grayson Waller. And then I I think I think Grayson Waller is is headed to the main roster before I think AJ Styles is headed back there. Like they they I'm gonna barf. I I'm not saying I like it. You don't have to like it, but you have to accept it. It's sometimes we don't get the things that we want in life. Kate, I I understand. I love you, but you, sometimes you just gotta grin grin and bear it. Um, I I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of done with the whole uh, Waller thing, but I mean I'm I'm sure that like forty percent of those boos he got when he came out to confront AJ Styles were were piped in because they that was that is not how loud that place is. Uh I I'm gonna switch back to the chats because Louise said that we have a lot of people pouring in love for us, and I just need. Just like a break from how sad this idea is because AJ Styles at NXT would have been really cool even just like a year ago. But Spencer Green says, hello, Team Kalex. Yeah. I wanted to send this during the AEW post show, but couldn't because of work. So here's my complimentary thank you for your recommendations oh, for, oh, for Brooklyn because I watched them. Um, <clears throat> I then watched Respect, which is also really good. Yeah. That whole takeover that, yeah, that, era, that was, era is so yeah. so good. That was a really generous super chat. So thank you, Spencer thank Green, you so and thank you for the the kind words. We have J.K. Schwal saying death taxes and Spectrum losing Wi-Fi in Milwaukee area at twelve thirty a.m. once a month. I uh, my Wi-Fi also not great. I got mm. a very pixelated women's match, which mm -hmm. is maybe why I don't have as many come like complaints about it as alex said <laughs> yeah but thank you jk schwaller chris rain sending in a hump for chat saying sour graphs was amazing and vince did cut the feed because he couldn't handle the truth coming out alex is going to start sitting down like indian style in the yep. center of the ring mm -hmm. like my boy cm punk yep it feels like a bait and switches with uh with look brock versus lashley don't look over here at biggie yeah, yeah, it does. We'll talk about that on the post of, of the show, yeah. I'm sure, because my heart yeah. is broken. Shaboogan, Kate, going from no sleep during Wrestle Kingdom to this podcast and more time on select is a bigger feat than Davidson skinning the cat at 59 minutes. Oh, it's Buddy, true. No, it ain't. Uh, and skinning the cat at 59 minutes into a match, into that match especially. Uh, there's not enough caffeine in the world that could give me that ab strength, but thank you. Also, 30 degrees Celsius is 22 Fahrenheit. Your temperature scale sucks. I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, Viking wife with a humper chat saying, having a rough week, but dear Lord, I needed Linda tonight. Darling, we all need Linda. Let me tell you, 
my family is from New Jersey, and I swear when you do Linda, all I hear is my mother-in-law. All I hear is my aunt's buddy. I hear you. Thanks for the laugh. <laughs> and Mr. Showtime chiming in saying, love the glasses, Kate. Well, thank you very much. I got them from lingo.com, L-I-I-N-G-O, because you get two yeah. eyes. You get it? Yeah. Um, but they let you renew your prescription without going to an eye doctor, which I wanted to do during COVID. <laughs> but you shouldn't do all the time because your eye health is important. <laughs> But yes. during COVID, I was like, I don't want to yeah. go put my eyes out of the yeah. machines. So, oh, go. and I'll read this one because it's from my dad. Happy yeah. New Year to Team K likes the Fightful Faithful. And of course, her Pringle. Indeed. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the pain. So, yeah, Grayson, Grayson Waller gets booed a lot. And he's, he says, he just he yells. He's, 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 actually, he's actually very good at just handling himself through all the you know the crap that's getting thrown in by the fans it just none of it feels none of of it feels earned like he lost every every match they turned him heel out of nowhere he hit a he hit a uh um uh, an elbow during the you know a flying elbow through a table during war games and then he retired johnny gargano from from nxt like um like it, it just felt like it was like you're supposed to feel this way about this guy because we say so, and I hate when they do that. Yeah. Um. And I mean, I, 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 I think, I think he's a honestly, I think he's a C plus player now with a B plus ceiling, and I don't know if he's ever going to reach it. But like, you have to believe this guy is really special to be doing the stuff you're doing with him, including this maybe a one off match, maybe a feud. With AJ Styles, uh, where AJ, where where you know, uh, AJ, you know, is made fun of by Grayson Waller for uh, losing to Elmas last week, last night, excuse me. Um, and so, hey, yeah, I am beat up. Why don't you be a man and take advantage of the situation? Come in the ring and, and let's have a have a match. And Grayson Waller, of course, fakes like he's going to, and then gets out of the thing. And he says, "We're going to have a match next week, so that's going to be the main event um, of next week." Um, I, I, there's I, 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 I wait. Hold on one second. As uh, as as was said by um Jay Blood, AJ is jobbing to Grayson Waller. Bring on the comet! Like this is it. Let's. We've had a good run, society. We've had a good run. It's time. It's time for us to go now. Because this is the end. So. I've said that I think Grayson Waller should be healed from for a very long time. Sure. And I agree with that. I think he's better in this role. My problem with this segment fundamentally was that a heel would do exactly what AJ Styles said, which is take advantage of the fact that you have a weakened person in front of you and beat the ever living shit out of them. So my problem with the segment alone was, was that like, if that's, if, if you're a bad guy and your face opponent is weakened, you go and take advantage of it in the ring, backstage, you take advantage of people being weakened. That's like heel 101. Um, I, I think Grayson Waller is going to get better. My issue with the developmental piece of this is you're saying that to be a face or a heel, you have to be an entirely different person. And I hate mm-hmm. to, to go across the pond all the time, but like, one thing I think AEW does very well is that it's just perception changes. You can be the same guy. 
like Grayson Waller could have been the same guy and not just suddenly hated independent wrestling and everything it stood for yeah. and just had his per- perception change. What Danielson's doing now, what Eddie Kingston does is so well, like just these, these little switches that all you have to do is book them against other people and justify an attitude change. And that's it. Um, and that's not how it doesn't, how it works in WWE. And I don't like that. Um, because you're telling me it's an entirely different person with the same name. This is something that Owens does very well. This is something that Rollins, I think, does very well until he got so cartoonish in this last run, but I'm having fun with it. Uh, Sami Zayn does this extremely well. Like, you can be the same guy, acknowledge your changes. Like, I love that Owens is every every time he turns face from being a heel, he's like, you know what? I was a real dick just then. <laughs> like, I love that. Like, you should be able to acknowledge that. So, that's just frustrating to me. I understand it's developmental and, and they're going to find that foundation or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I, I think Waller's doing okay with it. I just don't like what it is that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, Shabugan sends an upper chat saying, if AJ Styles, top five wrestler of all time, in all caps, is going to be part of this green crap for an extended period of time, I'm going to start throwing up and maybe never stop. Crying and screaming and throwing up. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. This is the other thing. Is it's like, okay, what happens when AJ Styles' contract ends? Like, we desperately need a real alternative, and I don't consider Impact a real alternative because of the way they operate, not because of what they're putting on. But they no, no. put belts on champions who aren't signed to the company. Yeah. Um. But like, I'm so excited. Jake Atlas got signed to AEW. Mm-hmm. We're getting real full over there. So. Like, there's going to be people that want to leave WWE and AEW isn't going to be an option. So so what does that look like? Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know when AJ's contract is up anyway. But, like, we'll talk about Jeff Hardy later. That was a guy who just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. Same with Tony yeah. Storm. Yeah. So I'd, I, if I'm AJ Styles, I'm like, and I have retirement money now. Yeah. And I could go back to New Japan and be a huge deal. Like, what am I, why am I bothering? He could go keep me up at night, literally, at like two in the morning to start a mm-hmm. pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> um, agreed. Um, the next week, Grayson Waller and AJ Styles is the main event on a show that also features apparently Pete Dunne versus Tony D in a crowbar on a pole match, which was like the the during a little video package. Uh, Pete Dunn basically challenged him to it. Um, I want you in the ring next week. Bring your crowbar, and and apparently they're going to bring it and put it on a pole, and the whoever gets it gets to use it. I mean, I don't know if Vince Russo is booking this episode of NXT next week, but uh, we'll see. That should be that should be a lot of fun. I thought that the first match was really great. Um, you know, they're it, building a feud, which is neat, which is cool. I guess they haven't yeah. done that a ton. And it let me make a bunch of jokes about the wrestler crowbar, who's a very, 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 very cool human being. Yeah. It was a really good wrestler too, and is still doing a lot of stuff in the Northeast. So, yes, um, I don't know how they're going to get him on that pole. Neither do I. Um, the the TikTok tag team is talking to Amari Miller. Backstage. Are they still the TikTok tag team? Or are they the Raven? Are they the know. Craven Rave team? I believe that you and I should continue to refer to them as the TikTok tag team in, in perpetuity forever because that's too good of a name to, to miss. <gasps> the TikTok tag team. The TikTok tag team. 
when I first heard about it, I wondered, are they watchmakers? What is this, the TikTok? I'm not really sure. I Listen, I barely got onto the Facebook last year. So I'm, I'm really, I'm behind the times. Excuse me. I, I'm, you know, I had a niece a long time ago. She told me, she told me, Auntie Linda, you have to get on the MySpace. And I, and I waited too long. And when I finally tried to, there was no more MySpace. So then I finally got on the Facebook. I really don't know about the TikTok. But apparently these two very small, very petite young ladies are on the TikTok. And then there was this other, this other lady, she was talking to them. And then there was two very statuesque women with, with the Australian accents. And they came over. And they said, well, we want to fight you. And then they said, well, there are three of us and two of you. Why don't you get a friend? And then there was this, this woman who was sleeping, I suppose. That she says, do I look like a ham sandwich? And I said, no, you don't look like a ham sandwich. You look like a sleeping lady. And that was this segment. Have you heard of the vine? <laughs> it's my understanding that the vine... <laughs> And the TikTok are very similar. So if you're love, wondering I, what the TikTok is, it's very similar to the Vine. I love this because this, again, this is no longer Moni. Moni is a different thing. Moni is, no, you gave her a name. It's though. subtle. Her name is Sheila. I've decided that this is this is Sheila. Linda she can and be Sheila. the aunt of Moni. Linda, Linda, Linda and Sheila uh, were, were best friends when they lived right down the street from each other. Mm -hmm. But then Sheila uh, had to move to... to uh, to rock away and they never see each other anymore but they talk on the phone every day because it's very important to stay into contact with your friends because you never know when the last time you're going to say bye-bye is you never know it's this true. world is so crazy it's so true and you know what ryan Sullivan sent out a humper chat that says i think you should workshop some more characters for kate well this isn't like a huge departure from moni <laughs> No, but they're, they're, they're similar, but, they're, but, they, but they are different. Yeah. But they are different. I think she could be a second aunt of Moni's. But <laughs> Sheila is here. Yeah. And she's here to talk to you about the Vine and the TikTok. And I think I think there's this Reels on the uh, the Instagram. Yeah. Well, no, no. Cyclops is better than Wolverine, which is which is a hot take. <laughs> now, now he says that we should we should go to the tout. The tout apparently is a thing, or at least it was at one point. I'm not really sure anymore, but uh, we should go to the tout. We should go to the tout. Um, These joysy ladies crack me up. Says Lollop, <laughs> you're the best. And Jay Blood chiming in saying props to Kate for taking my recommendation for the brownie blast after no sleep and another Wrestle Kingdom watch along ahead. A real one for sure. Thank you. I am a real one, and that. Brownie, th oh my god, this this brownie thing. Let me tell you, it was so delicious. I sat down and I went to the Chimney Rock Inn. I needed a little something, just a little something sweet. Uh -huh. So I sit down and I'm I have a delicious pulled pork sandwich. It was like the only thing I ate all day. I'm very off when I've had the insomnia. Mm. And so I sit down. The waitress, what a doll! She was such a sweetheart. I don't know what to get for dessert. So I put it out on the Twitter. I said, <laughs> what should I have? And they gave me tons of suggestions. Mm -hmm. I couldn't choose, even with the Twitter. Mm -hmm. A lot of a lot of the, the ads come in my way. I don't know what that means. Yeah. But so I played the eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I got a brownie blast. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't care about NXT, and I'm very invested in <laughs> Sheila and Linda, so this is just gonna, yeah, it's gonna get interesting. Um, okay, so so the TikTok tag team, this segment was a disaster. Like, what yeah, is Wendy Chu doing? I like, don't this know. Was, nobody and, talks like this. Why no. was Tiffany Stratton there? Tiffany Stratton says, "No, I don't want a team with you, Indy and and Persia. I'd rather look terrible in my singles matches." Um, but. Uh, <laughs> The she's Tiffany Stratton. Like I've heard. I don't know. Do you, do you hear the Tiffany Stratton? She's got daddy issues. It's really terrible because I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I. It's not my place to say. Um. But uh, the, the Wendy Chu has the, has uh, has the narcolepsy, and that's not great because when you have the narcolepsy, it just hits you at any time. She's but I can't believe that 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 she that she went from Mei Ying, a five thousand year old dragon lady, to a woman who sleeps a lot. That's the, that's that was what they did with. With old um, uh, Karen Q, I believe. Um, I I don't I don't know what all this is. Uh, we're getting a triple threat mat, not triple threat, a six woman tag next week. I probably to set up something for the Dusty. I guess. That's, yeah, that's where I'm guessing. I don't know. Bleh. I just um, <clears throat> well, I I saw Tiffany Stratton's family at the country club because they play the tennis. You know, when I go to tennis on Tuesdays. Uh, she only had the one match, and it wasn't great. And I guess her 205 Live match was better, which is good to hear. Uh, but this just doesn't work for me. Like, you're a grown woman. What is with the daddy stuff? And I, I don't get it. And Wendy too. Here's how I would like Wendy too with this narcolepsy gimmick, where she just falls asleep all the time everywhere. I would like this if we went back to Drifter Elias and they were both in the background of every scene and she was just mm. sleeping and he was playing guitar and they didn't acknowledge it, but like for like six yeah. months, like it has to be really, really long. Yep. Um, we, um, we got, uh, we got, we got our Imperium versus MSK and, and Riddle um, uh, match. Let's talk first about who it was supposed to be instead of Riddle. It was supposed to be Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was supposed to be the shaman. Apparently, they had filmed a whole bunch of stuff with Jeff Hardy um, and had to just scrap it because they fired him uh, because apparently they said go to rehab and he said no, so they fired him. But as you pointed out, Kate, and I'll let you finish this, um, that seems to be kind of hypocritical considering who the shaman appeared to be. So Jeff Hardy, what we know is he walked out of a taping live, right? That's basically he, what happened. He, 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 was he like, left the ringside area and went into the stands <clears throat> and took selfies with fans during, a, during, during a tag match that he was involved in. That's actually a very nice way to say fuck you to a company, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Good for him. Uh, so here's the thing. Jeff Hardy has had quite a battle with addiction. It's been well documented. We all know it. Mm -hmm. When he came back, they did like a drunk driving angle. Mm -hmm. Right around the time he was released and it was made very public that they offered him rehab and they would pay for it. He was talking about how he was actually doing really well mm -hmm. on Stone Cold show. I'm not going to lay out the obvious conspiracy theory that's in yeah. front of me, but I don't know if the shaman is somebody 
that was like, hey, come do drugs with me. Or as I pointed out, like, they don't know what weed is. So it seemed like it was supposed to actually be some sort of like LSD trip. And he's in recovery. Maybe he didn't want to fucking do that. Maybe that just seemed like not a great idea. Maybe. And then maybe. To... We don't know, but it did not look good. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. I mean, Alex and I had talked about this before. He countered with the point that maybe it was going to be like a bad 90s I PSA mean, maybe, of... Maybe they only did the really heavy drug jokes when it was Riddle who took over for... Because we, 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 we haven't seen in any of these vignettes they shot with Hardy. But Maybe it was like, okay, well, Riddle's the stoner on Raw. Like, he, he should be into it. He should be into, like, partying with the MSK. But maybe when it was supposed to be Jeff Jeff Hardy's, Jeff Hardy was supposed to go, like, hey, guys, you don't need all these supplies in your fanny pack full of drugs. What you actually need is each other. You need to be confident in yourselves and trust in each other, and that's how you're going to be a great tag team. Maybe that was it. I mean, I, I don't think anybody should ever give them the benefit of the doubt, but it certainly doesn't make a lot of sense for them to f find the shaman, and the shaman is Jeff Hardy, who we know has a history of drug abuse. And he's like, hey, dudes, let's show up and let's totally do some drugs. Hint, hint. Doesn't and this really is feel not like good, meant a way to, to do stoke fires in the chat about, like, whether or not he relapsed or not. My point is whether or not he was supposed to execute the angle Alex talked about or the, or the thing that I came up with mm -hmm. either way, not everyone wants their like drug recovery or sobriety propped up in a storyline multiple times in their comeback. Yeah. And it's not like his booking was so great on the main roster and he was getting monster pops despite that bad booking yep. everywhere he went. He lost to Veer. Yeah. Veer. And then 50-50 with Karrion Cross and got pushed out. So my thing is, if it was a, a PR move or some sort of weird catfish thing by WWE, that's one of the most disgraceful things. Mm -hmm. And this is like a very important topic to me. Um, as is mental health and wrestling in general, but addiction especially is something that's really important to me. Like, to if you're going to bring someone's recovery or drug use portrayed on television when they have real-life issues with that, either A, just fucking don't, or B, <laughs> like, do it with some clarity and some sensitivity because whether he was supposed to be a PSA announcement, which is insulting in one way probably or maybe something he just didn't want to do or whether he was going to be some like drug hoarder um not great and so either way it just feels like a really really bad idea right. i would say this i feel like jeff hardy and msk from a ring style perspective or the type of tag team wrestling they are makes way more sense mm -hmm. than riddle like yeah. ring wise that makes so much more sense but yeah. i just think like, I, I gave them a ton of credit initially of, like, I think it's really cool that you offered to pay for someone's rehab on, yeah. on their way out. I think that's a yeah. really good thing. But, like, man, it doesn't sound like it was that that cut and dry from everything uh, that has surfaced. And I'll actually take this moment to plug our friend John Alba, who is doing a fantastic 
uh, we, we talked about it in depth on the Shining Wizards podcast yesterday. He's doing a, a very big deep dive uh, in with Matt Hardy into Matt Hardy's own career and how it connects to present day wrestling. Like it's not just a nostalgia podcast, but Jeff Hardy showed up and they talked about how he's doing and the current status of things. So, um, you know, it, it doesn't sound, and by the way, not every relapse warrants a trip back to rehab also. So there is that to consider. Some people can get themselves back on traps without rehab. But this whole thing just feels like a, a really muddy mess. And I just feel like it's really, really distasteful to for someone to use their sobriety or their previous drug use as like a character way right. if they aren't completely agreeing to it, which he clearly was not. So right. that's just disgusting to me. Jay Blood says maybe Matt Hardy saying that when people know the story, they'll understand that Jeff is OK. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Honestly, I'm not really sure if if he if if he did have a relapse. Who's to say that filming a whole bunch of stuff where he's supposed to be a druggie didn't spark something in him? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I, again. I'm not reporting anything. Just just saying. Anyway, whatever. Here's what I'm saying. We got Riddle instead, and we got this Imperium versus MSK and Riddle match. Riddle, of course. It's the circle of life, don't you know? Last night on the Raw, the Matt Riddle, he got pinned as one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions by the Otis in a match with the American Alpha, with the Alpha Academy, that's right. And then um, tonight, uh, he pinned a one half of the NXT champ uh, Tag Champions in a non-title match. So it's the circle of life. Uh, one champion gets pinned one night and then pins another champion another night because all we do is pin champions here in the WWE. Isn't that nice? Um, I hated Linda everything about is this. a very studious wrestling fan, which I appreciate. Mm. She smoked a lot of cigarettes and watched mm. a lot of wrestling, oh, lot and of wrestling. I love that about Linda. Uh, my fourth husband was a huge wrestling fan. Um, well, I and you dated Dusty Rhodes. I mean, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. That was that was that was between three and four. Um, so I got into <laughs> I got into the I got into the gramps with the Dusty that didn't work out. So that I I've had eight husbands. Um, so I <laughs> I hated everything about this, and here's why. Um, if you're gonna do MSK and Matt Riddle versus Imperium, then do that match to the best of their abilities. What you wanted to do was get over MSK, and you you used um, Riddle to do that. Um, but you also, in the process, got under, if that makes sense, Imperium. You, what we saw, what what Bartell and Eichner can do at the at, uh, at war games we saw how great they are as a tag team i saw virtually none of that in this match they were they were working half speed occasionally and walter don't get me started on the walter that guy he it was like somebody went into his to the settings on a, a, on like a a, a a wwe 2k game and like he's an overall 96 but you don't want to actually have him kick your ass when you face him in, in, in the match. So you go in as a player who likes to win on easy mode and you go in and you artificially dial all of his statistics down to 65. And then you can have anybody beat him. Walter did nothing, literally nothing in this match that made him look like the Walter 
that I saw versus Dragunov. Yeah. I saw winning all those matches when he was NXT UK champion forever. He looked like not himself. He looked like he was he was doing a softer version of himself. He looked, dare I say it, Kate, like the Walter we saw in that Survivor Series match from three years ago who got pinned in like three minutes and like the Walter who had a one-on-one match with Seth Rollins at a show they did in uh, at a raw they did in in um in England somewhere he had a, a one-on-one match was it was it was the it, uh, Rollins was the WWE uh, champion at the time and he was the NXT UK champion and they were like let's have a match and so they did and two and a half minutes into it they were setting up Seth Rollins to do a stomp and beat Walter like he would been beaten up immediately by Seth Rollins, and the and of course Imperium had to come in and beat up Seth Rollins to set up some kind of multi man tag match. But Rollins was going to beat Walter in two and a half minutes, and guess who agented that shit? So <laughs> this is who Walter is in Vince's WWE. This is who he thinks Walter is, and I'm not okay with it. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know in the chat, because I actually got a couple people on Twitter asking, is agenting. A match means basically like just putting a match together, how it's structured, uh, how it's going to unfold. Almost like a director, I guess. It's probably the best way to put it. So that's what agent take a match is. But you know, here's the thing with this too. Like the the most surprising part about seeing like Diet Walter instead of <laughs> Full Force Walter. My, I went to the same place that you did where I was just like, man, what we saw versus Dragonoff was quite literally like one of the best wrestling matches i've seen definitely a match of the year candidate for 2021 it was in my top five um but this was not that and and riddle is so capable of taking punishment he trained mma so of all the people to go easy on it's not that guy like i'm not the biggest fan of the riddle character but between the ropes i think he's he's great and sure. he can certainly. And he's take really punishment. great at taking bumps and selling. Yes, he's fantastic at that. He really you know, is. Like it, 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 it felt like uh, uh, Walter was in there. Like they told me not to hurt you. That Randy Orton would be very, very upset if I were to kill you. So I'm not allowed to kill you. So I'm just going to hit chop you like this. Is that too hard? Because that's as that's as much as they're allowing me to do. It's terrible. So. I think the most disappointing part about this was just like, I thought it was going to be hard. You know what I mean? And it was a little I thought it was soft. Gonna, I thought it was going to be like the match of the night. I, I thought, did too. I thought they were going to let these guys take the, take the, take the chains off and just go, man. And they didn't, they did the opposite. They were like, let's. Alex, do you know of anything that somebody could use if they're trying to like, get hard and they're just well, like listen, a listen. little soft after watching this match i i mm. i felt so flaccid and there's only one there only is only one thing to do only one remedy when you feel flaccid i hear you times are rough we just got out of uh, a, a wild situation a wild year and people are saying you know what it's a hard knock life but i disagree Instead, I believe it's a hard cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful and you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. 
They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach, ready to go, want to get in the mood. Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use BlueChew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need. And it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code FIFA will get you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are. Free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hardcock Life. You know, I've said a lot of times with Sean that, like, he's just, he always operates with integrity. And as far as, like, the shit that he receives versus what you guys see, like, the amount that's below the iceberg. And he always handles it so well. And, like... I sometimes forget how fucking legendary he is on, on ad reads like that. Like, he's so good at the his job part of that, but, like, he treats this Bluetooth ad with the same <laughs> integrity mm-hmm. and love it's and true. care. I just appreciate the effort that he puts into to every facet of his job, including that wonderful Bluetooth we do have some super chats about this, yes. you know, Alex. Yeah, blue, yeah. Shabugan says that I missed your first blue cue, and, and I, I guess I missed the I, – I, I was always going to do it after this match because it felt me make me feel so flaccid. I don't know what the first one was. <laughs> I said, like, I thought this match was going to go hard, and it went soft, but uh, that was okay. We it, yeah. it, it got it's to where true. it needed to go. Long-term Mar- storytelling. Marco Dominguez says, tonight the role of Walter will be played by Dominic Mysterio. Oh, oh. No. Oh, that's that's even that's harsh even for me. Um, uh, the Nerguru says, "Glad we got to see a preview of the main roster. Walter losing in random six man tags and then being pinned by Omos at some point. Oh God! Oh no! It's gonna happen. Um, it's so annoying. You and Joel Pearl. Yeah, you're right about things that shouldn't happen, and yeah. I'm convinced you're manifesting them. Stop putting I'm, things like that in the I, world. But thank I'm you for the super trying chat. to do it." Um, uh, uh, um, James Nepper says, easy way to solve this. Let's go back and look at the boots. Remember when the shaman was wearing combat boots in that silhouette? And then the next week he was barefoot. I wonder if that was, if those were, if those were Jeff Hardy's feet in the combat boots. Not sure. Um, uh, Shabugan says again, thank you, Shabugan, for all of these humper chats. Yeah, Uh, what's more likely that WWE was going to do an angle that was an anti drug PSA, you as a person with addiction issues. Or that they were going to make light of his addiction issues. And then he says, I'm going to point to jacket time for no reason now. <laughs> That's fair. And even like if it was the PSA thing, like not everybody wants to constantly be talking about their recovery. Yeah. And they definitely don't want to be doing it in like a, hey, man, yeah, you shouldn't do drugs way. Come on. Yeah. Um, JW Pringle says, don't forget what they did to Matt, Lita and Edge years ago. In WWE, your personal life and struggles are cannon fodder for Vince's amusement. Well, they certainly do like to keep uh, take take a uh, yeah. The only thing I will say about that was that was such an overarching st- like story in wrestling that wasn't in wrestling, like Matt calling into the the hotline show and stuff yeah. like that. Like 
it was almost like if they were going to rehire Matt Hardy, they were going to have to do this because there was just no way around it. There was no way around it. So while I agree, and I certainly didn't need to have a live sex show about it at any point, like that one was just so... There, there was no way you were going to be able to make people forget about that. I don't think anybody thinks about Jeff Hardy's drug addiction on like a daily basis, except for maybe like his loved ones and people who are very concerned that he's okay in real life. But that was just such a, a very, very public thing that it was like, we have to do this if we're going to do it. All right, I'm going I'm to get through all these other random things before we get to the last two matches of the night. Sure. Uh, we got Electra Lopez interviewed and he's like, what? Do you have any comment about uh, uh, Zion Quinn? He's like, oh, you'd like me to comment, wouldn't you? He's like, that's um, my job. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and anyway, so so whatever. She's, she's like, uh, family is more important except for when there's a hot guy is basically what she said. Um, she's like, family is it. most important. <laughs> but sometimes somebody catches your eye and makes you question everything you know. So family isn't the most important. It's just a hypothetical hot guy. Um so uh, she says that it's next week. It's Santos Escobar versus uh, uh, Zion Quinn. Um, and uh, and whoever wins, she's going to leave with. Um, which is just like, then let's put her in a freaking shark cage. Like, like or put, put her as, as, as uh, um, we already got a, a forklift. Uh, sorry, a, a crowbar and a pole match. Let's do an Electra Lopez on a forklift match, according to Luis Polito. That's a good way of doing that. Why not do that? So that's the thing we're going to have next week. Next week is a fairly loaded show. Um, I mean, loaded in that there are a lot of things already announced, not loaded in like there was going to be good stuff. Uh, because also next week, um, Boa is trying trying to uh, trying to make himself stay Boa. Um, and I, the way he's doing it is he's constantly splashing water on his face. And I guess the reason he's doing that is that if his face is wet, it's really hard for the ghost to, to apply the makeup to his face. Like, I guess that's why he's, if the face is wet, the, the, the makeup won't stay. Maybe that's why he's doing it. Well, he, he says, needs please. to talk to Hunter then because Hunter is just always wet. Yeah. Please, <laughs> he says, just let me, myself, defeat Solo Sokoa next week. And then uh, Boa Stang shows up in the mirror with him. So like it's like it's like that that time where like uh, Hogan saw the Ultimate War Warrior in the mirror behind him and goes ah except for Boa didn't do or that. or when Shayna saw a doll remember yeah. when Shayna saw Lily yeah how come they're developing this gimmick and then they fired everybody who's come up with a gimmick like this I don't know. like this looks to me this has looked like hey we really fucked up by releasing Malachi Black let's try and do exactly what he did but make it bad yeah. Yeah, but the, and they fired Bray Wyatt. It's, it's like, like Mojo Rawley. Remember when Mojo Rawley had that weird lightning face paint and would just like cut promos in the mirror for no reason? Well, yeah, he was just not, so hyped. It's not good. It's not great. Um, then we got um a a, a continuation. We got a Cameron Grimes video package, which is fine. It, it makes us remember who Cameron Grimes is, I guess. Yeah, but Alex, what year is it? Twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Oh, did he say that? I kind yeah, of tuned it out. Yeah, whatever. I like you Cameron Grimes. Stop it, that I like, rules. <laughs> I like Cameron Grimes a lot. I feel like they haven't really done enough to... I thought he was going to be one of Vince's guys. Like, he's, he's just... He's funny. He's naturally... Like, 
he's got a fun little gimmick, like everything. And Vince was like, no, cut his hair, make him more normal. And I was like, that, don't you, aren't you the silly gimmick, dude? It's okay, a weird thing. Like none of that has to do with you no selling 2022 the moon. <laughs> I guess I've, I've kind of not soured on him, but like, I don't, I don't really care about what, what it's Cameron hard to, Grimes is right yeah. now. You it's hard I mean? to be in, invested in that. Like but... I, I, like I was like, oh, that's Cameron Grimes, and then I was able to like take some more notes about other things that happened on the show. Like, like it was right. like, oh, okay. And, and I'm assuming there's no new information in this, and there, and there really wasn't. I'm not saying that. I'm better at this, but I am saying 2022 right. of the Moon made it into yes. my notes. True. <laughs> now we got a multi-segment ma- uh, uh, little uh, um, storyline for what passes for one. Andre Chase comes out. And he's he wants to say thank you to his student who tried to save his life. And he's going to give him a full scholarship, the first ever full scholarship to Chase University, which I will remind you is a thing that doesn't actually exist. There's no university. It's all a sham. It's all a fraud. Um, but they're giving out the scholarships. That's what I'm so confused. About. I don't think it's even worth the paper it's printed on, sweetie. Take that to a notary. See if it's real. Um, I, uh, I think this is fine and everything. And like, are they turning Andre Chase babyface because he was like, "Hey, this 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 student tried to save me, so I'm going to do something nice for him." Um, I thought they were going to have the the student come down, say he's going to do something nice for him, like, uh, and then like, and then slap him, like, "Now next time, stay out of it, stay out of my affairs," or something. But he didn't because Von Wagner came out. I wanted to beat up Andre Chase just because, I guess. And then and then uh he went out and tossed the that one student from the thing in uh from the stands into the ringside area and then grabbed another random fan. And it was kind of funny because of the way Wade Barrett was like with the random fan that he threw out of the stands. It was like you you can't do that to a, to a spectator. The one thing they tell you when you first become a WWE superstar is you never put your hands on the fans. Um, but isn't that student ostensibly also a member of the fans? Like, he's not been established yet as an NXT superstar. He's just sitting in the stands. But it was totally fine for Von Wagner to kick that guy's ass, but not the second guy. Um... Uh, so we got a bunch of stuff about this somehow. Wait, but I guess that like goes back to is it a wrestling school? I like don't I'm know. so confused. It's not. He's just I mean, he's just I, I don't know. Here would be a teachable moment. Yeah. What is the university? <laughs> Sean Sean Blanford says, uh, <laughs> Von Wigner, and by the way. He's really toned down on that access uh, accent. I'm like he's he does not sound the way he did even a few months ago. So no, and it's fucking devastating. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. He's much more funny to talk about. But I mean, g- good for Vaughn for getting it better. Also, I like the beard. I like the beard. It helps to flesh out his face a little more and takes away, you know, it draws the eye downward away from the brow line and then more because you don't want to look there. Um, um, so then RH says Andre Chase University offers a doctorate in charisma program. Von Wagner's application was not accepted due to lacking any degree of personality. <sighs> they just decided to make him angry. 
Like just be, being constantly in one state of emotion is not a character trait. They no, don't. and he goes, you could never be me. And I keep being like, but who are you? <laughs> like He was like, you're just mad because you're not me. You could never be me. And I was like, but who is the actor? Yeah. Like, who are you? <laughs> Pedro says, did I become an Andre Chase fan tonight? Yes, I did. Well, let's not go that far. All right, calm down. No. <laughs> <laughs> James Nepper says, I had to work late and listen to this uh, on audio and had a mental breakdown. I was so confused. Yeah, no, don't do that. You, you got to, they, they put so much stock into all the flashing lights. You kind of got to watch in order to figure out what's going on. Um, uh, Aaron World Order says that someone should have yanked the mic away from Vaughn. Yeah, he's not, he's not great at the talking. Uh, and Emily well, like, sees, Isn't Robert Stone going to be like well, his manager? I, I, I guess the batted to one jam beard says Vern Wigner looks like the son of Lurch, oh my God. which is, which is true. Uh, Emily Cease uh, says uh, that Von Wagner has as much charisma as Alex's black screen. I was staring at for 10 minutes last night. God love him. <laughs> I'm really sorry about the inter- the internet. I, 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 yeah, she's also, she's for the rock. She is also for the rock is just to make sure that we're um, Von Shabugan has a very good point here. Von Wagner went from a four-way for the title to a random appearance on the main roster. So true. Remember that? Where he was he was he was Adam Pierce's bodyguard, but didn't speak Dude, and nobody could see him. But Vince kiboshed it. Yeah, Vince said no. He, he was look, like, no, I don't like it. And I'm like, but then weren't you the one who weren't you the one who said to do it? And then they never mentioned it again. So confused. Oh, what is going on? What is going on? Uh, to a red appearance on the main roster, to war games, to a cage match with O'Reilly, to feuding with the jobber who never wins. Frightening trajectory. Oh, boy. You don't even know. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, if brown hair is a character trait, a la Mandy Rose, then one emotion can be two. Uh, that's true. Here's where you're wrong, though. Brown hair is not a character either. <laughs> I know, I know. But they, they think it is. It's a consistency. Correct. Now, later, they said, we, 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 um, uh, uh, have, we are now take you live to, um, Von Wagner being escorted from the building. And they just, they have some security who walks with him into the, um, into the trainer's area. I guess it was like a, a pass through from one area to the other through that room. Um, and they keep walking. All of the sec- all of security guards keep walking, but he stops and turns around and tries to stare down um, um, Roddy Strong. But Roddy Strong isn't staring down Vin- Von Wagner. Ivy Nile is staring down Von Wagner. And Mr. Showtime says, I've never wanted to watch a match as bad as I want to watch Wagner versus Ivy. Give it to us, you cowards. Um, I, I don't know what they're doing with this Ivy Nile thing. Like, it's really interesting to me. Like she absolutely could be the woman who just beats up men, but I feel like the first one she takes on, isn't going to be Von Wagner. I feel like she's going to take on, you know, somebody like an Andre chase or something. But, um, I, I love Ivy now just, just her whole aura is great. I think she's, she's awesome. And that she feels like a really special blend of like technical and a badass, like, a, like Mercedes Martinez a little bit. Um, 
I don't think you can fill that void, but mm-hmm. but similar in that I'm like, she's she's gonna come here to kick your ass, no matter yeah. who you are. That's true. <clears throat> um, yeah, we I think uh, we we have a thing from uh, from uh, Brian Medina who says, uh, Alex, I think Dexter Loomis would have been a better as a good person than Mandy Rose in the e- evil. She, she's evil. Like he's a serial killer, and he would have been better as a good person. Mandy Rose Why isn't the serial killer on a show called New Year's Evil because he's I hurt. Because he's, he's hurt. He's not allowed to. He's not allowed to compete. But he has an axe. I know it's, it's true. <laughs> um, we we got Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose got to the chapel. Yay! And uh, and she she shows up, and I thought for a second she was piloting it. Because they showed her in the front seat sitting there, and I was like, oh, it's just a really tiny chopper. That's why. Um, that was so she... the Cora Jade skateboard of Chapa's. Oh, man. Why did they give her the Ric Flair entrance? I was very confused. Yeah, it was. It was, it was bad. And this um, was not WrestleMania. And she said, this is how a champion arrives. Uh, and uh, the other two women arrived as well with their own means of conveyance on a tiny skateboard and a large motorcycle. And then the match happened. And that's all I was going to say about that. I didn't think this was that bad. The ending was terrible. The The ending was horrific. The ending was like one of the worst endings to a match I've seen. Probably just, since Arian tried to pin Naomi on her stomach. That was probably the last time I saw an ending this bad. The ending was so bad. But... I didn't hate the match because I feel like everybody's alley made sense. And I knew the outcome was going to be what it was going to be. Cora Jade needs to slow down a little. Yeah, I think um, we I've seen that a lot in green women's wrestlers that are smaller mm-hmm. and high energy. She's, she got signed at 19. Like, yes, yeah, baby. So um, I, I saw seeing AEW all the time. Like you just got to yeah. slow down a little bit. Yeah. And when you're the higher energy person in a match, that makes that even harder. Yeah. But I think she did all right. And I thought Raquel did her Raquel thing. And it made some avenues for Mandy to be sneaky, clever heel. Possible enough. And she's serviceable. And she actually did some good selling in this match. And she actually did some heel things that made sense. And one thing that I'll say this, Mandy's gotten a lot better at is looking like she's trying to win matches. She went for the pin instead of going to a ton of showboating or like weird moves a lot. Like she just went for for covers in this. That's a good thing. So that was good. I don't think she's evil. I don't think she needed to enter with dark angel wings. I mean, she's she's evil, Kate. She's 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 an angel from hell. No, but she's hot. But she's hot. She's a hot angel from hell. Well, she would be hot. She's in hell, which is fire. Um, I, I guess what I think is like Cora Jade is going too fast, and she is still a little green, and she would benefit a lot from being in the ring with people who I'm going to say it are better than Mandy Rose. Because Mandy, M- Mandy Rose can't like carry her through a match to make it look good. Um, I, I, I just like Cora Jade's finisher has been has never been established, right? 
Well, you don't uh, need one in WWE. No, Volob says Cora needs a real finisher, please. Do the Pepsi Twist or something. Oh, I um, love that. She, her finisher was because Mandy Rose takes the Chingona bomb, and then um, uh, Cora breaks up the pin. So Raquel tries to beat up Cora, but Cora pushes her off the top rope to the outside, and then she goes over to a rec slowly recovering Mandy Rose. And instead of trying to hit an offensive maneuver on her, she does her only offensive maneuver, which is a schoolgirl roll-up that is then very slowly and awkwardly yes, reversed bad. into a roll-up by Mandy Rose. Like, really slowly. I could, it, would, it looked really bad. I sincerely thought that Mandy Rose was going to put her in a submission. I thought we were going to get something cool out of Mandy Rose because this was so slow. I was like, is she flipping her over for a sharpshooter? Like, what's, what's happening? I was, like, excited. I thought Mandy Rose was going to bust something out that we hadn't seen before. That's not what happened. No. Um, but let me ask you this, Alex. If there was a move that 75% of your employees just kept winning with mm -hmm. all the time. Wouldn't you use it all the time too? Yeah. I would like to see her get a finisher. A, I think a, a, a CM Punk tribute would be awesome. They'll never let that happen. But for a, for, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Okay. I had could, could it, could it be called, she could She could have something called the kick flip or something. Where she oh, like so get, get like you know, like you know so, well, I don't know is give her some some fun uh, skateboarding terms or whatever but um a, a schoolgirl <gasps> roll up the, see you later boy and you have to say it like that <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Wade Barrett call it um, <laughs> um I'd call Jade with the see you later boy yeah um <laughs> uh yeah this was this was not not for me um. You got to give her something that's not a schoolgirl roll up to win matches with because her like like sneaking up behind like it was oh she did it so painstakingly it was almost like she turned to the crowd and went like shh be very very quiet I'm rolling up Mandy Rose like it was just oh just terrible um how much did go you know where they could they could talk about it yeah. is backstage after the show. Hamancito Gomez, I'm gonna, I'm gonna no sell on that. Hamancito <laughs> Gomez says, uh, "Happy New Year to, to Team Kalex. Women's finale was a bit weird, but the show was great. Like the women's finale was definitely a bit weird, and I, as again, I did not appreciate that tag match. I did not like it. I will um, say my expectations were extremely low. Yes, I, I <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, yeah." Um, Shabugan says, just imagine this could have been Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Yeah, that's kind of why I was hoping for them to win that match last week, because I thought that would have been much better. With Mandy Rose being, she's still going to win. I understand you're going to book her to win, but she would have been the least, like, the least experienced wrestler in a triple threat, as opposed to the most experienced wrestler in a triple threat. And I, and like, that, that's, you know, that would, that would have been probably better for her and the whole match as a, as a whole. Um, the nerd guru says Eosrai being benched from Mandy sickens me. Yeah, you know, it's it is it's this is what this is what we've with NXT 1.5 is dead. We're gonna have to figure out how to get through this together. And I the funny voices help. I mean, like that's basically why we're doing this. 
because it kind of helps with all the comedy helps to get through the tragedy, of course. The Eel Shirai mm. is something else. Mm-hmm. When she had that trash can on her head mm-hmm. and she jumped off the rope. Oh my God. Um, let's also keep in mind, I'm going to say this in an act of stupid, stupid optimism. And I understand mm-hmm. that about myself. Right. This is the first time we're seeing NXT and that like NXT 2.0 and what I consider weird WWE wrestling season happened at the same time. Meaning I feel like from September to December, WWE is always weird because it's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're going to reset any, everything by the time we get to rumble. So we might see a lot of the people that we would rather see in this match getting called up. We might see them in rumble. We might see them in tag teams. Like I'm hoping that the reset button that's happening on the main roster might behoove what's happening in NXT for the people that we already know and like and are established. That is stupid and going to be punished and not rewarded, but that's that's where my head's at. <laughs> it's called self-awareness, people, and it's ruining my life. <laughs> Volob says, I mean, wrestlers can have multiple finishers, but can they at least have finishers? How are you a wrestler without a finisher? It bothers me. Yeah. Because um, the schoolgirl roll-up is the most protected finisher in WWE, which is pathetic and sad. It's true. Um, Alex? <laughs> uh, Back to you. Match of the night to me um, uh, was, uh, was, the, was, the, was, the, was the was the main event because of what it what it uh, what it means um, uh, and how they told the story of 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 the torch being passed. Uh, you may not like the torch being passed. Um, the Nerd Guru says a moment of silence, if you will. Thank you, Black and Gold NXT. It is gone now. We hardly knew you. Thank you, Golden Era of Gargano, Andrade, Ciampa, Cole, and the UE. Your hard work is gone now, RIP. Yes, it is sad. Um, but it did feel like Ciampa was like, okay, I'm going to go out on my shield. Let's figure out a way to make this thing work. The one I, I'll say here, I thought the, the match was structured really great. They had a lot of callbacks from the first match. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when so funny when Braun Breaker went up to the top rope and was knocked off the top rope in the first match, which led to his demise, which led to him losing the match. I was like, what are you doing up there? You don't have a top rope maneuver. Why are you doing that? And then tonight he went up there and was and was stopped again. And I was like, what are you doing up there? Stop doing that. <laughs> and then after a really great match of back and forth stuff, and I really like an amazing spear, dude, he cut Ciampa in half. It looked better than most spears on the main roster or anywhere else in wrestling. He goes up to the top rope again and like, what are you doing up there, dude? And he hit his old man's top rope flying bulldog on Ciampa. And I was like, oh, that's what you were doing. I had no idea. And I love that he was going to try and win the match at Halloween Havoc with that move. But Ciampa stopped him. And he was going to try it halfway through the match tonight. But Ciampa stopped him. The third time was the charm. And he hit that move. And at that point, Ciampa was done. Yeah. But... He couldn't risk Ciampa kicking out. So this they I really, really wish that they would have pointed this out on commentary because it would have sewn everything up perfectly. He puts 
Ciampa in the Steiner motherfucking recliner and cranked Bob back on, on, his, on his neck. Ciampa's injured neck, which could end his career and possibly paralyze him because of his surgically re surgically repaired neck. His life? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I hate when they have uh, a champ that I that I care about tap out to lose the belt because that should mean more to him than the pain that he's in. But not for Champa. Not for Champa that that might end everything for him when he's got that little girl at home. I understand that. I understand why he had to tap out because he didn't want to lose his career. I get that. I saw a lot of people on online that were like, "Why do they have him tap out? That sucks." And it does in a vacuum, but in the context of who Champa is and his entire story, the whole reason he had to give up that title the first time. This is this, this is fucking poetry, Kate. I love this. The whole reason he had to give up that title the first time was because of his hurt neck. He had to give up the title the second time because of his hurt neck. That is as good a storytelling as WWE ever gives us. And all it would have taken was a little bit more nudge from the commentators to make that connection. Yeah. That's a connection Mauro Ronaldo makes a hundred times out of a hundred, but they don't have him there anymore. Like that's, that's what would have been there. Like that would have really sealed the deal for me. But at this point, it's fine to be cute and all, but fun is fun. You had him win the NXT title by hitting his old man's Papro Bulldog and his uncle's Steiner recliner. At this point, you have to call him a Steiner now. It, stop faking that he's not the heir apparent to this amazing legacy. I've said my piece. So, uh, to your point, Rick Steiner also came out after the match. I don't know what he said, but since we've gotten on air... Yeah. Um, I, I do know he came out. I don't know if they did any passing of the torch. He stuff was there, and they anything. didn't show him. They didn't show. This was after. I know, but like they, they went off. Right? They could have showed. Oh, Vince in the Steiner yeah. in the friggin' crowd for his kids' match. He's in the front row. Like, like they, they're acting like he doesn't exist. Like, it's just ridiculous. It's so weird. Anyway, unless they want, there's going to be a point where they gotta. They they gotta, and maybe they don't want to. Yeah show him on screen until it's, it's that moment. That's the only thing I can think of. It's kind of egregious. Um, but what you just said about his neck is as perfect yeah. of a defense for the fact that wrestling is an art form as I, as anyone could ever give. Like yeah. that is storytelling to a T it's yeah. 9 million percent of the reason that I'm, I love Ciampa it's why I love Danielson it, on top yeah. of his technical prowess. Like all of those things like that is what is supposed to make this great. And unfortunately sports entertainment doesn't really feel like an art form. Um, it feels like pop, like bubblegum pop music. Yeah. yeah. Um, this was nerdy prog rock for people like me. This was, this was Champa. This was, it felt like Champa going out on his own terms. Which, yeah. Which and I, I kind of liked. I loved that, and I just don't know. This is the only thing, and I, I've been asking it since this became a possibility. And now I have questions about what's next for both of them, because is Braun Breaker going to be in the Royal Rumble as your NXT champion? I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I want, I want, I, I want him to be up 
fully on the main roster by the end of this calendar year, the the rumble feels too early. Like, but does he just make an appearance and come back down? Is maybe it like an appetizer, maybe. like what they did with Keith Lee a few years ago when he went when he had that moment with Brock. That's fine. Oh, okay, cool. I don't mind that. You're gonna have to bring up some people. He might as well be one of them. I, I I've pitched it. I still think the the play is if if somehow if if Roman comes out of Mania as still as the champion, I think you you keep it on him and you have Braun Breaker take it off of him at SummerSlam. I think that 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 moment can be really really cool to like crown the new era for real this kid is a is a basically a prodigy at this point like he's got so much more to grow and he's already this good yeah like like roman has keeps talking about how he wants to go away and make movies like i don't know how much longer he's gonna do it before he's just like you know what screw you i'm leaving like it, like do it so it makes sense and makes makes it work you know yeah um, also i don't know what's going on in the chat but i see moderators telling everyone to chill out so chill yeah. the hell out because I don't know what's going on. alex and i are the only ones that get to be sour yeah. um you guys are allowed to be sour but like respectfully um so calm down and our moderators are wonderful so relax all right yeah. relax you had yours as eddie yeah. kingston would say relax yeah. um yeah I, i'm very intrigued by what happens here i have no idea what happens with champa i just really don't Unless, unless AJ is going to come back down and they're going to put on some absolute bangers if William Regal comes back with Joe or something. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if yeah. Ciampa without the title is going to be able to make stars the same way that he would with the title of the new generation. I don't doubt that he could do it. I, yeah, I doubt I, that they they will give him the proper weight and value to, to do so. Which makes me nervous. I, I love... That he had that little nod to Braun Breaker when they gave him, when they gave the kid the title. I thought it was really good. That was really I, sweet. Yeah. The one thing that I thought was really the worst thing about this entire thing, because also we should mention the whole thing was commercial free. That was an awesome touch. Yes, that was goodness. really cool. But the dumbest thing about all of this was they had him walk out, and there was a big styrofoam yellow X, and then he kicked it. And it split in two. And I was like, what? whose idea was that? That was so friggin' cheesy. Um, Do you have Rob, to ask? I know. You know who Rob like Reed says, I mean, it might have been Sean. You never know. He's kind of cheesy sometimes. Rob Reed says the Breaker era has finally begun. It has. Um, Batted a one jam beard. Uh, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, I wouldn't say finally. I think they did this really well. I think it's, this is the best thing that's happened in NXT 2.0. Yeah. And winning the first time would have been too early. Him winning here feels appropriately timed. Uh, there, I, I really like this. It was 60-40 that I've always heard of people who were like, he should have won the first time. And I was like, I don't know. But there are people who really wanted him to, to have run a long time ago. Uh, uh, Batter to one jam beard echoes my sentiments with he won with a Santa recliner, which Vic Vint... Vic hit it at as his call. Uh, then Vic called him a dog face gremlin. Why in the blue hell isn't he just called a Steiner already? Very nice because for you. Because it's a a breakaka lounger, a barka breaker lounger. A, a, bar, a barka lounger. Yes. <laughs> um uh, <the laughs> Andrew7186 says, first time watching you guys live here in Scotland. Uh Carmelo and Braun will get the headlines, but I thought Roddy and Champa made them both look great. That is true. Roddy and Champa. Knew what their jobs were tonight, and they did them perfectly. Yeah, uh, I thought that was that. That's that is part of the art form. You know what I mean? Like it sucks 
for some sometimes when it, when the booking's wrong, the booking was right tonight. Yeah, and and that's and that's that helps a lot. I think Kevin Nash um, said on a podcast that the most important thing in wrestling is to know how to lose, and I thought that was one of the most brilliant things I ever heard because it's, it's it's not far from the truth. Like that is, it's, it's such an important part of this. Yeah. Um, Fabian Streets uh, did not like uh, Braun's ring gear tonight. He said he was a big fan of the bright throwback singlet. I wonder if management told him to t- tone it back to look more like a champ. Um, he looked know. like uh, he looked just like Baby Wardlow to me a little bit. <laughs> uh, like just like like he's got a big singlet and it just says breaker around it, or of course his belly. Like it's got breaker. Uh, yeah, I, did, I I like the other one too. Um, I like the other one too. That felt like, hey, they're gonna put gold across yeah. the fucking thing. Yeah. The the nerd guru says, should I trademark breaking a lounger before them? <laughs> Too late. I already TM but... <laughs> the the break the breaker lounger. Um, uh, Ricardo El Idolo says, now that Tommaso isn't the champ, what next? Stay in NXT, get called up, quit and go to AEW. He looked like he just let go of the last vestiges last vestiges of NXT 1.5. Um, I, I don't know. He's he said in the past he doesn't want to. Never wants to go to the main roster, but that was during NXT 1.5. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe now he realizes there's no spot for him here. I don't know what his ceiling would be on the main roster. Lord knows they could use him if they actually wanted to, but you never know. Like that's the problem with that is that he might just be lost in the shuffle or wind up getting released. That's 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 the that's the bitch of it. Um. Nuruguru says, so now Braun gets called up with the title and then gets everything that makes him cool taken away and then rolled up by Veer in two minutes, right? Um, let's hope not. Uh, but certainly that would be part of the pattern. Um, I will say Karrion Cross was the Triple H NXT product. Braun Breaker is a Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard yeah. era product. So I'm I'm hoping that we have some carry through. No. Yeah. Um, super chats for the rest of the night. Twenty-two vine three photos says I smell a love angle with Vaughn and Ivy. <laughs> Valentine's Day is right around the corner. You leave my Ivy alone. Uh, yeah, I love no, that little pair of biceps. You, you, Malcolm please, Bivens please, keeps her please, focused, and you relax. Please, God, no, is my response to that. Shabugan says, of, of the Wendy Chu character, they can't possibly think that the narcolepsy gimmick is going to get over. Is this a weirdly elaborate burial? I mean, elaborate is elaborate is a stretch. They just haven't taken a nap. That's not very elaborate to me, but I understand what you're saying. The Wendy Chu needs to see a doctor about this, this sleep pattern. Yeah, it's, it's true. Um, talking about the, the crowbar and a pole match, Valab says crowbar and a pole match is Vince Russo Tony's uncle. <laughs> hey, Uncle Vince, I got this idea. I've been kicking around. What do you think? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Shabugan says crowbar and a pole. What's old and awful is new and still awful again. <laughs> Daniel R says, yes. That one's not going to be as terrible as a lot of on a pole matches are because someone's going to beat the hell out of someone with a crowbar, which is cool. Um, Daniel R says they have Pete Dunn, a great wrestler, one of the best in the world, and he's in a crowbar 
on a poll match next week. Does does WWE have stipulation match dice? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like stipulation match dice. I don't know. Like, yeah, they, they it's you know what they have spin the wheel, make the deal with literally everything on it. It's the biggest wheel known to man. And there's um, fights about who gets to spin it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Rob Reed says, uh, for a show that was basically like the final transition from black and gold or two to 2.0, this show, for the most part, felt like a black and gold takeover. And then Rob, Reed, Rob Reed says, I may have let my love for Mellow Roddy and Braun Champa skew my initial humper chat. <laughs> <laughs> I saved those so I could read them back to back. Like I said, yeah. self-awareness is ruining my life. But to your point, I was like, this feels like a new era show that's good, but all my favorite parts had old parts in it. So, um, Shabugan says if Roddy's mates are gone and his wife is gone, maybe he asked for his release now. I mean, he could, they may be more willing to grant it. I'm not really sure. Uh, he could, he, he honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. He, he re signed so he could work with his wife. His wife was supposed her. to have the Ivy Nile gimmick, not the gimmick, but the that slot. slot, yeah, that slot in the diamond mine. And then they released her soon after he re signed. Uh, Shabugan says, I don't think this will be the case, but if the only things they get out of this NXT 2.0 experiment is Braun, Carmelo Hayes, and Tony D, maybe it'll have been worth everything they went through to kill a son in law's vision. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing you uh, don't even need Braun or Carmelo with that. If it was just Tony D, the whole thing's been worth it. The whole thing, the whole thing's worked. <laughs> uh, the batted to one, Sam Jam Beer says they should call up B from NXT UK to the main roster. B Priestley. Uh, oh, who's now true. what Blair Davenport? If they call her up, they got to change the name because Blair Davenport sounds terrible. Blair, Blair Davenport. Davenport sounds like somebody I play bridge with. Like, no, it's, it's terrible. Blair Davenport sounds like Tiffany Stratton, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like her best friend. Don't do that. Don't you dare. Uh, Sean Blanford says, Hello, Kalex. This is the best 2.0 to date by a country mile, and it's a shame we probably won't see one as good for several more months. The era of Breakaker has begun. May Gabagool be with you. I mean, it's, with your spirit. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, Matt Story says definitely the best show of the 2.0 era. Let's see what Breakaker can do as champ. Yeah, uh, his reign will be determined by the people they give him to feud with. Um, yeah, and what makes me nervous is how much are they going to? They want to get this guy to the main roster. So what's? Yeah. How is that going to affect the reign? Is right. my big thing. Yeah. Uh, we'll Alan get Marks. him versus Waller, right? Like that's that's a that's a no brainer. No, Kate, that's the Mania program. If he's still in NXT, that's the Mania. That's the Mania match. That's the main event. Oh, that's the, that, that's 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 the whatever it's. It's not going to be a takeover. Whatever the hell they're going to call it. It'll be the NXT WrestleMania premiere. It'll be the NXT event. Stand and Deliver Part Two. Stand and <laughs> Stand and Break a Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Stand and uh, Ellen Marks says, uh, if the writers don't have characters for the actor, oops, I mean, entertainers to portray, then how can anyone go forward to the main roster? It's a good question from Ellen Marks. Uh, I don't know. It's a good point. Uh, Josh Cardina says, this is NXT's 2.0 plan. Bring in main roster guys and girls to feud with 2.0 roster for the ratings. Well, they got to try something. The ratings are right in the toilet. So, yeah. Um, uh, Spencer Green Sends, uh, says, in order to make this not a very depressing stream, I've heard you praise stardom, but I have a hard time finding it. Are there places to find it online? Also, you're welcome for the good vibes. I mean, I would I would try the Google, personally, or the Ask Jeeves. 
I've always liked the Ask Jeeves. But I, honestly, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's like you got your own personal butler that's just bringing you information. Um, Follow, this will be a good one for you. Follow Queen of the Ring with two Gs on Twitter mm-hmm. and Church of Joshi. She will be able to help you better than I can. Yeah. I wish I had the capacity to get into stardom. I am oversaturated on wrestling as it is. So I, I don't particularly follow it. But follow Church of Joshi and they will guide you down that rabbit hole. Della Common says, I don't know what you're talking about. Blair Davenport is my favorite home lifestyle brand that's only sold at Target. That's good. All right. Uh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we got this one. Uh, yes, this is Super Chat for Kate from Della Common. Sticking it out with the rest of us mad people watching Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> this morning and still watching NXT tonight. I love um, I love New Japan so much, and I'm I was happy to do it, though very tired. <laughs> the Nerd Guru says, Kate, any big predictions for Dynamite in New Jersey tomorrow? I think Jade Cargill is going to be your first TBS title champion, and I think Jonathan Gresham is going to be one of your judges for the Cole Danielson match, and we're going to set up Danielson and Cole and uh, Gresham through that. I'm hoping. Okay, man. I hope not, because then the reason that they would have to feud is because Gresham gave the match to to Paige, and that means the match goes another sixty minutes. And I, the first one was was very the first one was very nice, but it was long, and I don't need listen. I I don't have much time left. I don't need to watch one match for sixty minutes over and over and over again. I don't um, know if that's the way it needs to. I was trying to think of ways around it, but I think if if Danielson can heal it up into this yeah. Gresham, um, maybe it's not a ruling, but like, mm-hmm. how could you sit there and let Cole beat me when you were right at ringside or something? Like maybe there there's something with that, but judges scream ROH to me, and everybody's been wanting this match, and I'm one of those people. So yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Chris Mueller of uh, Ble- <laughs> Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report says, I'm not joking when I say you two should start a whole podcast as these characters. <laughs> we could do our own coffee talk. Yeah, it'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome, by the way. He popped into that uh, Wrestle yeah. Kingdom watch along yesterday, too. What a what a great, great person. Uh, Shabugan says, if we have to deal with AJ Styles down here, at least have him feud with Braun. It would still suck horribly, but it would suck less. I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't mind him putting over Braun. I have a problem with him putting over G- Grayson Waller. That's my yeah. problem. I don't um, think that would suck at all. And Shabugan, thank you so much for all of your, yeah, these your just, chats so, today. We so, really appreciate uh, the so, support. Yeah, so, so generous. Shibugan also wonderful this. to me on Twitter. Um, well. what would Dusty Rose think of this NXT? Uh, also, Linda's the best. You're going to enjoy meeting her. Uh, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, listen, I'm, I've never been a. I was a big fan of of the black and gold because that was my polka dot uh, on on my on my singlet. But I'm not a big fan of the rainbows. I'll tell you that. But somewhere over the rainbow, I don't want to go over into rainbows. I'm done with the rainbows. Um, go watch Harley Race and him. Yeah. The second time around. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, Paul Hensler says, "Can Hi, we Dad. get Tony D to plug his new website?" Hey, GoFundYourself.com. <laughs> hey, go fund yourself. Yeah, get mad when you friggin' yeah. Wish you go fund me. Go fund you. Go fund yourself. That's what I say. I say go fund yourself. Hey, you you need some money? Go fund yourself. Um, it's nice. Um, Kate, how did you feel about Shibata going to business for himself? Oh man, it was just an emotional experience having a guy that was on had a brain bleed being able to come back in and wrestle and run Narita was such a great opponent. 
I'm intrigued. New Japan's always so wild with their booking that it's an interesting way to to kind of re-enter things, but I'm for it. I don't know how much durability that's going to have, have because I think everybody's just really excited that Shibata's back. Um, uh, uh, Pedro asks, uh, what does Linda think of Tony D'Angelo? I think he's such a nice boy. He's from down. Listen, uh, sometimes he'll come by and he just ask if I need anything from the deli. And I'll always have him to go down and get a, a nice kosher pastrami sandwich. It's very nice. I, I, it's nice and lean down there at the deli. He's a very nice boy. I've known him since he was five years old. He's a very nice little boy. Um, also, he's a suplex machine. If you see him, he just, he just throws people all over the ring. I love it. Um, I don't know. I've heard some things about his family that I'm not so keen oh, on. Oh, let's hear. not gossip. I hear things around town. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna see if I can get through two oh, of gosh. these real quick. The other one's gonna be next week. Ricardo El Idolo Agrio. I swear to you, Tony D is gonna do 99 Ways to Die by Megadeth next week. I promise you. First thing, okay. But we got to get this under 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 two. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot and tales of old lang syne? That uh, that was from uh, James Zimmerman. And like for that. the year twenty twenty two, the moon. Yep. Um. The Regal uh, rap is going to be a real quick one, and I might have to just end it, the broadcast, in the middle of it so we can get under under two hours so I don't get in trouble from Sean. <clears throat> it's 99 Problems, uh, but a bitch ain't one. By William Regal from Zach Barber. By JC. <laughs> Vince, yeah. <clears throat> I've got the rap patrol on the gut patrol. Foes that want to make sure my casket's closed. Rap critics say he's money, cash hoes. I'm from the hoods. Stupid. What types of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zapatos, you'd celebrate the minute you was having dough. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio if they don't play their show. They don't play my hits, well, I don't give a shit, so rap mags try and uh, use my black ass. To advertisers can give him more cash for ads, fuckers. I don't know what you take me as or understand the intelligence that JC has. From rags to riches, I ain't dumb. I've got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Hit me. War games. I was going to yell time limit draw. Keep <laughs> cool, Gabagool. And I'll see you next you. week, everybody. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.